Welcome to the Data Savvy Teacher Podcast. My name is Alicia Parker and I'll be your host. This podcast is for anyone who has a role in education and wants to learn how to improve their data using skills. As an educator, you're probably also a lifelong learner. So thanks for making this podcast part of your personal growth. And if you enjoy what you hear, please give it a rating on iTunes or share it with others. This helps more listeners like you find this resource as well. All right, let's get started with today's content. Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Data Savvy Teacher Podcast. Today, we wanna tackle the idea of why data is important to us as teachers and educators. Why even launch a podcast about data? I think we could agree that using data to make decisions about classrooms and schools has grown exponentially more popular in the last decade. We've automated data collection, created complex accountability systems for schools and teachers, popularized data walls and data rooms and dashboards. But as with most things, we can unfortunately take a really good thing and overuse it to the point of misusing it. So my hope is that this podcast will be a place to find ideas, resources, and encouragement to use data as it is intended to improve student learning. Let's start from ground zero and lay a foundation. We'll start with the why. Why is data important? Why should we consider using data to make decisions? I'd like to answer that with three reasons. And conveniently, each reason starts with the letter R to help you remember them. Because after all, I'm a teacher and we do things like this to help our audience learn and remember what we say. Data is important because it helps us accurately reflect It helps us reveal what we may not notice, and it helps us rely confidently on our decisions. Did you catch that? Reflect, reveal, and rely. Those are the three R's. Let's start with the principle that data helps us accurately reflect. Educators have hundreds of inputs they sort and sift through in a single day. Whether you are in a classroom with students or supporting teachers in another role, Your brain is being called on to respond to a wide variety of stimuli all the time. Have you ever been a witness to a scene where you later had to recall specific details several minutes or even hours after they occurred? Humans are far worse at doing this accurately than we'd like to think we are. Imagine you're at an intersection of a busy road and there are pedestrians, cyclists, and vehicles. You see a car, run a red light, hit a pedestrian, and then leave the scene. Do you think the investigator would prefer your memory of the car details and how the scene unfolded or the camera perched on the traffic light? What if you had to wait two days to recall the scene perfectly and include all the details? The camera can provide data our brains cannot. So let's transfer that to a classroom. Think about all the events that happen, all the coming and going of people in and out of the room, the conversations, the activities, the disruptions. It's an overwhelming amount of information. So data can help us reflect and remember accurately. A second reason it's a good idea to use data in making decisions is that sometimes data reveals things we wouldn't have otherwise observed. Have you ever gone to the dentist for a routine cleaning and the dentist discovered a cavity you didn't know about? Well, if you said no, good for you with the whole brushing and flossing routine. But this definitely happens to some people. And that's because even if we don't have any outward sign of pain or discoloration, an x-ray can reveal a cavity. 
data in our classrooms can do the same for us. You know that student who's smiling and nodding while you teach and appears to be engaged in learning? Sometimes that kid fails the test or can't explain the concepts of the lesson because they truly haven't understood it. You wouldn't know that without the data. Or maybe you lead a team of adults and you're just sure all is going well. But then a climate survey comes back and you realize there are some underlying issues you weren't aware of. Data helps us see beneath the surface, whether it's student learning or adult perceptions or a reflection of the impact of our work, be it teaching or leading. Data helps us to reflect. Data is used to reveal. And finally, the third reason I think it's a good idea to use data for making decisions in education is that it is reliable. When your supervisor or your colleagues want to know why you chose that reading program, or why you sent your students for intervention, or why you decided to implement a school-wide tardy policy, or why you determined to reassess your students on a particular topic, or why you're recommending a student for a behavior plan, or a hundred other examples you might think of, data is defensible. When used appropriately, data is a reliable source for making decisions. Now, I know, we could probably go down a rabbit hole of all the ways data can be manipulated or twisted to make a point or show favor to a specific side of an argument. You could probably think of plenty of examples where someone has used data in a wrong way, making it seem like the data was not reliable. Data can be unreliable if it's gathered inappropriately or analyzed incorrectly. But understanding reliability will be the subject of a future podcast. What I'm advocating for here today is data-savvy educators using quality data at face value to make decisions. When that happens, the data is reliable and the decisions are defensible. I'd much rather say, I looked at the data and it helped me decide to do this than I really felt this change could help, so I implemented it. Okay, so quick review. Why is looking at data even important? First, data can help us accurately reflect. We don't have to rely on our memories. Second, data can reveal things to us that we can't perceive without it. And finally, data is reliable. Data helps us reflect, reveal, and rely on our decisions. My goal today was to lay a foundation of why we need to use data. I hope in whatever role you serve as an educator, you are either using data or newly inspired to start using data to improve student learning. After all, isn't that the heart of our mission? Did you enjoy this first episode of the Data Savvy Teacher Podcast? If so, I invite you to tune in next time for our causation versus correlation discussion. And remember, a rating on iTunes gets this podcast seen by more listeners like you. So if you like what you hear, feel free to leave a review or share this with a friend. May the data be ever in your favor.